With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough. The beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday, and it's very exciting. I love this day. Love to join with everybody, whether it's a present live listener or a future listener. I would like to just say up front that a couple of weeks ago, there were some very loud noises going on in my apartment building, and I discovered it was the people right next door moving out, and they had dollies going up and down the stairs, bringing down the heavy furniture, etc. Well, yesterday, the workers, so to speak, were... Re, we're cleaning and redoing the apartment to prepare it to be re, to be rented again, and it was so noisy. So I went over there and I asked them if they were going to be doing the same kind of thing. They were replacing the carpets with um, a type of flooring that they had to saw every single thing, and and then hammer. It was a saw and hammering all day long. And they said, no, they'd be finished that. However, they are finished, but they are also doing other things over there. So I'm going to apologize up front. If you hear the noise. It's part of life. It's part of the chaos of life. And hopefully it won't be as bad as it was the other day with the dollies going up and down the stairs. Anyway, it is Wednesday. It is I thank everyone for tuning in. Again, as always, if you want to call in, you certainly can. The number is 646-668-8565. It is a show where, for the most part, I try to do individual healings on people. It Often, I don't get live callers because the situation is such that I'm doing the show during the workday. <laughs> Hello. However, the kind of healing that I do, it's as effective as doing it at a distance or with someone is not live, not on, listening live. And I have often said, please write me, send me an email to Janet at JanetRichmond.com and give me a request. You can change your name. You can just call yourself anonymous with your initials, something. So I have a way of addressing it on the show. Um, but please send me a request anytime. And today, I don't have a specific request. I did get a request from a very uh, regular listener to work on divorce. Now, we all know that divorce can be painful for kids and also the ripple effects of divorce. If the parents marry somebody else, for example, the step-parent is 
you know, it's a difficult situation for the child or the, for the children and misunderstandings that arise. We all are aware that divorce can be a very difficult journey for the children. And so her suggestion was, and I thought it was a very good one, to work on divorce in general and all the ripple effects, the misunderstandings and all the pains and all of that. And I am going to do it. However, I am not going to do it this week. I'm just mentioning it because I want to thank the listener that wrote in the idea. And But I have promised for a couple of shows now to get back to, guess what? Fear Anonymous. <laughs> um, now, for those of you who haven't heard that show, I recommend that you go back to that show. It was two or three weeks ago, and you will find on the the indexing of the shows, you'd find the one that had to do with Fear Anonymous. And in general, it was a healing for someone where, and I don't remember now because I don't remember much of the uh, much of the issues or the specifics of the healings uh, after the fact. As I've often said, it's kind of like being coming out of a dream state. It seems so clear in the moment, <laughs> a day later, or an hour later or a week later, it's like, what was that dream again? And it's like that for me with this work. So I don't remember exactly, but whatever the issue was for that caller, it included fear. Fear was at the base of it. Fear was a big part of it. And the higher self led us into a situation where the listener, the individual I was working on, as well as the present and future listeners, we're taking part in a big release on fear. Or maybe it wasn't a listener. Maybe I was just working on fear in general. Honestly, I can't remember, guys. Um, so, but in any case, the, the session, which, which included both the person I was working on and all the listeners. So I think there had to have been a person because that's what I'm remembering. In any case, it, the name of it became Fear Anonymous because, of course, why Fear Anonymous? Well, we didn't know who the listeners were, so there was no way for anybody to know who anybody else was or what their specific fears were, so that it was complete anonymity, so to speak, and it was a very powerful healing on fear. And I mentioned the next week after I did that show, that I'd been out walking and doing my normal healing stuff when the higher self came in and really encouraged me. Now, they, they only suggest they don't ever tell me what to do because they're part of the divine will kingdom. They don't trespass or push or uh, force anybody to do anything. So they just suggest in a very gentle way that I do another show utilizing the Fear Anonymous group and instead of just including the listeners present and future that i include all souls known and unknown that have fear that carry fear and so basically we're including virtually everyone all of the humanities i mean this is going to be a massive thing they didn't tell me how it was going to go we're going to find out today guys and not all souls would come in only the souls would be take part in this particular healing that are ready on some level to 
go with the problem. And just like with Alcoholics Anonymous or Gamblers Anonymous or Overeaters Anonymous, any of the anonymouses out there, people have to be ready to go into those groups. They have to be ready to accept the healing. And that readiness is completely determined by each individual soul. Nobody can force it. And who would want to? Because we all know situations where people have been forced by the courts or by something, some other, by the parents, to go into a kind of uh, group um, for detoxing or some sort of anonymous group, and it doesn't hold, it doesn't stick, because at some level, that soul did it because it had to comply, that individual did it because it had to comply, but the help didn't sink in. It wasn't taken in as a new lifestyle. And at some point, often we see people return over and over again to a rehab situation, and at some point it finally takes. <laughs> so that's going to be the same with Fear Anonymous. Everything. Everything is the same. Uh, you know, the, the whether or not we know the individuals, we're dealing with individuals at the soul level and have the same misunderstandings and misconceptions, all of that. So what we're doing is we're going to create an energy field of some sort, and I'm just interested to see how it goes, where we're going to call in, invite in, ask in any and every soul that would like help on fear. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. How it's going to play out exactly, I'm not sure. The higher self didn't give me that information. They just said, we suggest. <laughs> now, the, anyway. So, um, okay. Now, I want to just briefly discuss fear before we get to this healing. I want to give the healing plenty of time. We're all acquainted with fear, okay? We see it around us all the time. We feel it in ourselves. We see it in other people. And if you remember, I did a show recently on emotional responses. And I had a big discussion about a snake event, in quotes, and how the emotional responses to being exposed to snakes in different ways over different lifetimes affected how we felt about snakes in this lifetime because we carry forward those emotional responses in, into each and every lifetime. It's a really interesting show, so I recommend it to people who haven't heard it yet. It's you're going to really understand why we have mixed feelings about things. You're going to really understand a lot about how emotions work in the life pattern. Um, in that example, there was a, a, a fear response or a terror response from something that happened in one of his lives. And he carried that terror forward along with the other responses he'd experienced in life until his snake response, his snake, his feelings about snakes and some, you know, in the example in this life would be all over the map. He had many different conflicting emotions about snakes. And that's, listening to that example is going to help you understand a little bit more about the fear and, and how we are carrying forth fear from lifetime after lifetime. It's going to really bring you some aha moments about how emotions work. And in any case, suffice it to say that fear is one of the most prevalent emotions that 
all of us in the humanities have. And even when we don't know consciously that we are afraid of something. Now, what do you mean? What do I mean by that? Well, okay, let's divide fear into sort of two categories. The first category are the fears that we're really consciously aware of. Okay, like fear of speaking in front of a group or fear of water, fear of whatever. There's so many fears that we are consciously aware that we have. Now, we are also aware, I'm pretty sure most people that would be listening to the show, we're aware that fear, whatever we're afraid of, puts limits into our lives. For example, if we're afraid of water, there would be instances where we not participate in any activities that involve water, such as sailing or swimming or river rafting. We might not even go hiking in, a, in an area that had a lot of streams in it. I mean, who knows? Now, we may not feel so bad about that fear because we've got plenty of workarounds. We get involved in other types of activities, and we don't really feel like we're missing anything by not being involved in sailing because it doesn't present itself to us because we have the fear of water as a fun, joyful thing. Now, but we even, even if, we, we are afraid of something that the workarounds are fine and we have plenty of um, other kinds of activities we can do. We, we also are aware, and I, I know I'm talking to the choir, everybody's here, that they, there are, there are um, it does limit us. It can paralyze us. Suppose something happens and we get involved in something related to water unexpectedly. We have avoidance patterns. We have resistances. We have anxieties. We can, we can have those unexpected times where we're just paralyzed with fear. So any fear, even if for the most part during our lives we can handle it, it does and can have a crippling effect. We are not living out of our full potential, our full expansion, our full possibilities. Let me give you a, a ridiculous example. <laughs> I know this came up for me. What if somebody, what if some guy is a comic and he loves to travel, and, but he's afraid of water, and he, so all of his travel is really done by car, by train, uh, whatever, but he loves to travel, and he comes upon an opportunity to join a cruise line as the resident comic on the cruise ship, and the cruise ship is going to all these places in the Caribbean and, <laughs> you know, South America, Europe, the Mediterranean, that he would just love to go, but he can't go. He won't go. He won't take that opportunity because he's afraid of water. So it closes out, that fear closes out potential for him. It closes out potentially wonderful thing. Now, <laughs> I make up these ridic ridiculous examples, but you guys know what I mean. And so you can relate to what I'm saying because when we're conscious about our fears, we also tend to be conscious about the workarounds, the avoidance patterns, the resistances, the limits that we set up, that the fears set up for us. I mean, just because fear of water may not be as crippling as some, think about agoraphobia or some one of those really extreme kind of fears that affect our lives literally daily. 
that is very tough. That really is tough on the individual. My heart goes out to each and every person who has these kind of fears. I've had my share of terrible anxieties, and it's really, it's really not fun. So for those of you who are aware and for all those conscious fears, I'm sure there's a big part of you that wants to get past them, wants to get rid of them, wants to <laughs> neutralize them. Um, okay. Before I get to the neutralizing part, I want to talk about the second class of fears. And those are the fears that we have that we are completely unaware of. And <laughs> they're present and entrenched, mostly because they're from our prior lives. Occasionally, something will come from a childhood experience that you are unaware of because you have no memory of the childhood experience. And in addition to that, perhaps it happened when the parent wasn't a parent wasn't present or there was no one that saw it. Uh, you never know. But the unconscious fears are just absolutely powerfully present in our lives. Doesn't matter that we don't know what they are. It's like saying, well, uh, ultraviolet rays that causes our burning of the skin if we're out in the sun too much. Is it ultraviolet? No, I've got, I'm not, I don't think it is ultraviolet. Is it is ultraviolet? Oh, I'm just having a, uh, questioning my scientific, uh, understanding. But whatever it is, those rays that burn our skin, I think it's ultraviolet. <laughs> I, we didn't know what burned the skin for eons of time, um, at least on this planet, till recently, you know, scientists figured out that the sun has damaging rays. But even though we didn't know what the rays were or that, that it necessarily came from the sun, maybe we thought it was from the wind or maybe we thought it was from whatever, we still got burned. We still got injured. It still affected us. And that is what happens with the unknown fears. They are so powerful, they affect us all the time, and we're not aware. Where are we carrying them? We're carrying them at the soul level. They are affecting us at that energetic level. We aren't aware that they're there, but in the mind, our conscious mind, but they have a very powerful effect. Now, I want to give you an example, and this is relevant to me, and i I know I've spoken about this because it is such a powerful thing. It's in my second book, which is not available yet, but it will be hopefully by the end of the year. In any case, this was such a powerful thing and such a shock when I got it um, from the higher self that I, I want to share it. Now, as and I think I've mentioned it before, so if I have, it, but it bears repeating even if I have. So... Anyways, out walking one day, uh, as I walk all the time, I do a lot of my healing work on myself, my neutralizing, my empowering. I work on other people at a distance all the time when out walking. And this particular day, I believe, and I could be wrong, I might have been working on something else, but I believe I was working on release, which I do on a fairly regular basis, not every day, but from maybe once every couple, three weeks. On a regular basis, I work on releasing any blocks, any resistance, any misunderstandings, any anything that is preventing my unfoldment in my destiny pattern or just in my life pattern on every level. I'm, I'm just 
releasing these general things. I don't know what they are, and the higher styles have been really clear. It's known or unknown. Sometimes I know what could be part of it. Maybe there's some self-doubt. You know what I'm saying, guys. It's that kind of thing. But often, as long as I'm feeling the releases and I'm sensing that things are moving and I'm letting go and they're being neutralized, they're being neutralized and absorbed into my light, I don't worry too much about it. One day, I'm out walking, and, and the higher self, they often don't give me or lead me the, or, or send me the impress of what it is that I'm releasing, because sometimes just knowing you intensify it even more, <laughs> because you're thinking about, oh gosh, I want to release that, oh, I hope I don't get that anymore, and suddenly we've got it going on in our mind. So I never mind when they don't tell me. As long as I'm feeling that I am doing the work, I'm a happy camper. But this particular day, something came up, and it was rather large, but instead of me just releasing it into the light, the higher self said, this is your fear of God. And I was so shocked. I was, what? <laughs> what? Why? Why would I have fear of God? I said, I use, I was talking to them, you know, I, I use the divine energies every day in my work for myself, and I've been doing it for 30 plus years. Why would I have fear of God? And the answer was really so fascinating. And the higher selves explained that it wasn't only true for me, but virtually all of humanity carry this fear. And why is that? Because we've all been in a myriad of lifetimes where cultures or societies had either rigid belief systems or systems that had vengeful or punishing gods as part of their uh, belief system. There could have been many, many lifetimes where, you know, when something went wrong, the, the society, the spiritual authorities were trying to find the reason, and it was often interpreted as God is angry, God is punishing, um, that sort of thing. And we would spend a lot of time trying to please the God in order not to get punished, so to speak. So we came out of those kind of lifetimes with the belief system that God was a pretty scary concept, that somehow it wasn't comforting, it wasn't nurturing, it wasn't forgiving, it was punishing and sort of, you know, the evil eye watching us um, and you know what I'm talking about. There were also many, many societies where the, those in charge of the spiritual, the spiritual practices of the time or the culture were all about cruelty and wars in the name of God. Well, you don't believe in these rigid practices, so we consider you a heretic and you're going to be burned at the stake, that sort of thing. So the other aspect or one other aspect is that guess what, guys? We've experienced so much cruelty, so much pain, so much suffering done in the name of God. And in those kind of societies, that too is we would come away with this fear of God, this fear that God could be cruel or those that did spoke in the name of God did the cruelty that, that quote unquote God wanted. So the, there is no wonder really when you look at it like that. I mean, think about 
things where societies where the way to avoid um, flooding or death by some natural event was for human sacrifice. There are just enormous, excuse me, amount of examples where the whole idea of God could be a very shaky one (laughs) where we would come out of these lives with these belief systems. Have we been in lives where the 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 concept of God was something very expanded and very loving and very forgiving. Sure, we've been in those kind of lives too. But if you go back and you listen to the show I did on emotions, you'll see that those belief systems, those responses that we carry at the emotional level that are tied to the God event, now we're talking the God event, not the snake event, we carry all of them. So we would be drawn in this life to the the emotional response or the belief systems that feel right depending on the circumstances that we picked in this life, but we're carrying all of them. So, of course, I neutralized up the storm on that one. It made a huge impact on me, and I have put it in my next book because it is so significant for all of us because it's one that is so hidden, but it's powerful. So, just so you know... I worked on that, and the very next session I did just moved to a whole nother level. It was the very first session that I was that I brought out the higher self information to that client. I was doing healings, having healing sessions was two or three, four years ago. I don't remember anymore the timing on it, but that my private session moved to a whole new level, and I was. A and that was holding me back and I hadn't known anything about it so so the point is we have fears known and unknown and we want to neutralize any of the above and all of the above and it's important whenever you're neutralizing any kind of lack in your life financial lack there are fears behind financial lack not just feeling worthless or feeling like you don't deserve, but fear that maybe if you bring in the financial abundance that somehow you're going to become that manipulative, greedy person like your father was who had so much money that you grew up with and you have the misunderstanding that if you have money and abundance, you're going to become like him. So, And that's just one example, and it was a friend of mine who had that uh, belief system until we uncovered it, and it was like this huge aha moment for her. But we all have belief systems like that. We all have fears. So whatever lack you have in your life, let's work on the fears. In any case, fear is behind so much, we can't even imagine what it's behind. So that is sort of my general intro on fears. And now, um, I just want to do kind of a little review. Oh, my goodness, I just realized I have a caller. Okay. Um, Let me talk to the caller, guys, and then we can go to the see what's going on. So, caller ending in 3108. I'm putting your mic on. I'm sorry I didn't realize before. I recognize that number, but I'm not sure which who this caller hi. is. Hi, Janet. It's Robin. Robin, hi. My honorary hi. co-host. 
I have been. My schedule's been crazy lately. I haven't been able to get to your show as much, but I, I finally made it today. It's good to hear you. And um, I did. I did have something um, we could work on, but I'm. I'm very interested. I've been listening since the beginning, and I'm interested on your healing on fear. So. If you want to go forward on that, since you did the intro, that's fine. And then maybe afterwards we could do mine or, you know, another time. Yeah. I mean, I'm it's happy to yours. I'm just looking at the time, and it's, I, there, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have time. But let me go ahead and do the fear one because I've already yeah. delayed yeah. it a couple of times, and then I'll come back to you. Okay. Sounds perfect. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being flexible. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, doing this healing on fear. Okay, so I'm going to put your mute thing back on, take you off mic, but I'll put you back on when I'm done. Okay. All right. Thanks, lady. Okay, guys, so Robin very nicely is going to uh, take a back seat to the fear healing, and I'm really glad because, uh, and I appreciate it because, I do think we want to set up this energy field, however it's going to be set up by the higher self, because I feel like it's um, a, it's going to be a space that we can go when we're feeling the fear, and it will. Well, we'll just see. Instead of me guessing, let's just go in and see see what what the higher selves have to say. I was going to do some review on the healing, but I just. I'm not going to take that time because I want to make sure I have time for Robin. And the, in general, everybody, listeners, present and future listeners, please become an active participant. Please follow along. Uh, I am doing a general healing, so it should be a little bit easier in this case to follow along because I'm going to be addressing all listeners, present and future. However, in... If you're listening to it as an archive show, you can pause anywhere along and just, if something comes up for you, pause me and start to release into the light and have stuff being neutralized, whether I say it or not. Now, I may say it later in the healing. That's okay. doesn't matter if it's repeated because we always have more layers practically all the time. So in any case, I just want you to become an act, everybody to become an active participant. It is our divine light, the pure soul essence light, that does all the neutralizing and the empowerment in my healings. And I will be explaining it during the process. And so at this point, let's just get started. The, the first thing that I want everyone to do is simply to get comfortable, to find a spot in your chair or the couch or some, somewhere that you feel very comfortable and just begin by listening to my voice taking a few deep breaths you can be aware of what's going on around you there's noises and traffic and maybe animals you know your pets running around or birds chirping or whatever and that's okay but just focus on my voice and become comfortable take those deep breaths and let's bring the mind's eye in now to focus on the physical body This is a simple technique. It's already happening. The focus on the physical body is a way that we bring the the traveling mind that we have that goes out and is thinking of this, that, and the other all around us. But if we focus on the physical body, 
really paying attention to where we're sitting, how we're sitting, what is the position that we're sitting in, the position of our arms and legs, the contact points between the body and the whatever you're sitting on or lying on, even the contact points between your hands and your legs or your arms and your your chest or however you're connecting physically with your own body. And this way, we're moving into what I call the now moment. And this moment is an energetic field. It is not fleeting or transitory or hard to find. We have already set up this energetic field, and it is encompassing the totality of the present and the future listeners. The, um, well, it's too complicated. So I'm just going to say right now, it's encompassing the totality of the present listeners. This energetic field is just that. It's energy. And we are going to now use our focus of attention. That's what we need to use to activate and manipulate the energies that are divine in nature. And that focus of attention, that's why I'm bringing that mind's eye and centering it right here, right now, listening to my voice. We are going to use that focus of attention, which is like a turn-on switch, and we're going to expand the now moment. The now moment is now growing. I see it happening. It is already there. It is now encompassing the totality of the past nows, the present now and the future nows. It is symbolically a huge orb. I see it encompassing the totality of the planet because there are listeners literally that are, are global-wide. That's the beauty of this kind of web radio. Even if we have one listener in China, this forever now moment would expand to encompass the totality of the past now, present now, and future now of that listener. So this is a very big, beautiful, very calm, serene, and powerful energetic field. And it is from this energetic field that we will be doing this healing today on fear because we want to address the longevity or the the long accumulation of fears that we've all had that we've brought into this life that we've all accumulated and that we're all holding at the soul bank level so we are now encompassed in this beautiful very powerful very expanded moment of the forever now or the eternal now, whatever you want to call it, and that encompasses the totality of the sojourn that we've all had through the human kingdom universe. Now I'm going to ask that we focus on that pure soul essence light that we all carry. This pure soul essence light, don't get worried about the words. It is known as the divine light or just simply the light within the higher self, give it the term, the pure soul essence light. I think simply to give the connotations of its incredible purity and perfection. It is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. It is the totality of all there is. And each and every soul at every level carries this pure soul essence light. And you can imagine it. You can Think it, feel it, sense it, say it, I am my pure soul essence. I like to use symbols when 
connecting and I'm becoming one with that pure soul essence light and my favorite symbol is the is sunlight, the sun within, because the sun is actually such a powerful thing in its actual state as our local star, so to speak. And so by imagining your pure soul essence as the sun within, it immediately brings to mind the tremendous power that it carries. It is our purest, most perfect, and most potent point of power that each and every soul carries. It is this pure soul essence light, this divine light, that will do all the work in the healing today. And it is our focus of attention that allows this divine light to come into play, for we are in that free will kingdom. It cannot just move in and fix us, so to speak, because we have to invite it in. can't trespass. We have to give it permission. And that's what we do when we invite it in by the amalgamation, by using that focus of attention. It's the turn on switch. Okay, now, now we're turning on the divine light. It is active in our lives. And I want each and every one of you to expand it in through and around the totality of your beingness whether the known and unknown part of your beingness, because there is there are many parts unknown of your beingness that I haven't yet shared with the uh, with all of you, and it will be unfolded as the years go by. And I want you to just understand that you are utilizing this light to encompass the totality of all that you are at every single level, and this light is also moving beyond you, and it's filling the totality of the forever now moment as well so that you are addressing the beingness that was present in the past and the future now as well as the present now it's a very very powerful place the light is just off the charts it's hard to even symbolically look at because it is so incredibly powerful. We can look at it because much of the light that we are generating is unseeable with our own eyes, the limits that we have on our own visual system. And the light is so powerful, it's permeating the totality of the planet, the totality of, um, or much of the ethers reaching out into the human kingdom universe and encompassing and inviting in any and all souls at any level that wish to partake of this light. Many, many, many millions, and I would have to say billions of souls are being drawn to this light because this light carries something that they wish to partake of. It carries the totality of all there is, so there there is something literally for every soul. Most of the souls present, whether they're in body or out, are the souls that are unaware they carry their own light. Or they may be aware they have their own light, but they're not sure exactly what to do with it. There are many, many levels of souls that are partaking, almost like thirsty men or thirsty, those that are so thirsty and they come to water, you know, taking in like a sponge the light, it feels almost like salvation to some of these souls. It is a very powerful light, and I thank each and every one of you, known and unknown, all of the listeners, for allowing and being a part of this 
whole process. And please understand that by adding your light, there is an empowerment by many, many, many degrees, and it's carrying this light into and helping so many souls beyond almost imagination. And we're starting with this because we are going to be doing Fears Anonymous. We are going to be expanding and inviting in souls from so many levels. And I'm moving to that very soon. But before we go there, I I also want to add the last piece of the amalgamation. And that simply is to consciously amalgamate with or become one with or simply to say, I am the originating source of all there is. And the reason we do that is that the originating source, by amalgamating with the originating source, simply is our guarantee that the, as the energies become active in the healing sessions, the information that I would bring in or that you would understand or utilize would always be at the very highest level. It's the guarantee that we aren't working at a level that is lower than we can handle. We don't want to work at the levels, the frequency levels, that are lower than we can handle because we're always wanting to stretch, to expand, to open, to to uh, clarify, to uh, move up into those higher and higher frequency levels that bring in the all that we want, that allow us to... Um, expand all of our possibilities, our, the, the opportunities, the probabilities, the understanding, the healing, the balancing, every single thing that we do, we want it happen in our lives, patterns at the very highest level. This whole healing is set up that way. That's why I activate the, the eternal now moment. That's why we do the amalgamation. That's why we move the divine energies that we carry throughout the totality of our beingness. It's the whole reason that we set up the healing this way because I want everyone to move through the healing and move into the depths and to do as much healing in one go as possible to bring in an acceleration to the healing. Okay. We're now part of this incredibly powerful scenario that I set up where all the all of the listeners, so to speak, present and future listeners, are present now. And we are the higher selves are indicating that we can set up the energetic field as part of this group that that would be called the fear anonymous. And you could think of it just like the location where you might go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting or an Overweight Anonymous or Gamblers Anonymous or whatever the many anonymouses that are out there, thank goodness. However, in this case, there is one location and the one location is available to each and every person simply through the focus of attention. We don't have to drive anywhere, thank goodness, because that might mean that we won't would never, we wouldn't go that day because we're too busy to drive somewhere. It only takes but 30 seconds to a minute to activate 
the amalgamation and we're immediately there. We think fear anonymous and we're within this energetic field. And I'm seeing it or perceiving it simply within being held within this beautiful space that we've created within the forever now moment. And, oh, now this is interesting. Okay, I had no idea. But, but here's what's happening. Our past nows that carry fears are literally a part of it now. It's not just us and all the other souls we're inviting in, the us that we know of. It's the us in the past and the future nows that are part of it. So it's literally encompass. oh my gosh, this is almost mind-boggling to me. It's encompassing and the, it's as if, because in this divine, expanded, eternal now moment, it's as if all of our past lives and the future lives, or the future now lives, I should be more clear on, are now participating in the Fear Anonymous. It's almost like each and every one of us has donated, so to speak, tens and hundreds of thousands of beings. I mean, it's hard to even put words around because it's hard for me to stretch my 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 concepts as big as I need to stretch them at this moment in time. And this kind of was thrown at me. The higher self didn't warn me. Um, so please move along and maybe I'll get more of an idea. But it's as, e- as if each of us are donating to Fears Anonymous tens and tens and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lives. So this space, just an energetic space, it is expanding to as big as it needs to go to encompass the totality of all of the past, present, and future now lives of all of the listeners. We haven't even invited in all the other souls either. This is so huge. It's so huge. It goes beyond global. It's moving into universal. Um, And before I get any more in. Information. I want to now invite in any and all souls that wish to partake and be part of this Fear Anonymous group. And with that, it's almost inconceivable for me, honestly, and maybe there's some of you out there that has the ability uh, more developed than I do of being able to see and perceive what is going on here? But the sense that I got was the moving in of so many billions of souls. It's almost like I can't, I can't conceive of it. You know, sometimes I see pictures of the, you know, the Million Man March on Washington or something like that. And I look at all those people and I, I can't even conceive of How do you know how many people are there? I have no concept when I see large numbers to understand how many it could be. And I'm in the same thing is happening now that I have no concept of how large this group is. I do want to amalgamate, the higher selves are indicating, that I need to amalgamate the totality of this process, the fear anonymous energetic field, and 
the all the individuals, all the souls that are partaking of this field, I need to amalgamate them, everything with the higher self, conglomerate higher self energies. Oh, did I forget to amalgamate the higher self? I think I did. Okay. Um, so they're coming in now. They were already present, and because I've done this enough, they come in automatically uh, once we amalgamate with the pure soul essence. So, but maybe you guys didn't know that, but I, I like to discuss the amalgamation each time because I want everyone, because there's so many new listeners each time that need to hear the amalgamation with the conglomerate higher selves. In any case, we're now this totality of this process all the individuals, past, present, and future nows, all the souls that are listeners or not that have been invited in by our focus of intention, focus of attention that has made the invitation to all souls in body or out, known and unknown, the higher selves are amalgamated with the totality of this process. I'm feeling very lightheaded I'm feeling a slightly overwhelmed. I've never worked with something to this grand scale before. But, um, okay, the higher selves are, in essence, reassuring me that the, the, the numbers are more than we can, we can handle. It is, it is because they are work, they're working at the divine level. They are part of the... You know, they're working at that pure soul essence level, that, that um, fifth dimensional essence level, the uh, originating source level. They're working those levels, and they don't have the same limitations of the mind that we have. This is something within, completely within their... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like nothing for them. And there's many, many higher selves involved here. It's almost like, you know, Joan used to describe it, Joan Culpepper, who I learned a lot of stuff from. She, most of the basic foundation I learned from her, she, she used to describe it as Keystone Cops. And it's, it's literally like that. The, the energetic feel, it almost feels chaotic, but it's a kind of chaos that is so orderly, it's just that it's hard to follow the order because it's so fast. It's so instantaneous. It's literally instantaneous. And I know you probably think I'm crazy because part of me thinks I'm sort of crazy, but this is a very powerful thing. This is a very powerful energetic field. And it is present and available to all of us. But, but I'm not, it's, it's being set up and we're now consciously aware of being in this field, and it is filled with light. It is filled with all the, the divine light that we could ever use, and I want everyone to begin to, to release into this light the, any fears that you may be aware of. We're going to start with the known fears. You know, we, there's a lot of known fears. The, the fears of failure, the fears of success, the fears of um, not being able to do something, and the fear of the powerlessness, the fear of helplessness, the fear of uh, the unknown, the fear of change, the fear of the shoe dropping, the fear of um, death, the fear of God, the fear of... Um, 
abandonment, the fear of betrayal, the fear of abuse, the fear of attack, the fear of suffering, the fear of, the fear of, the fear of, the fear of heights, the fear of water, the fear of any kind of things like, like that, the, the fear of open spaces, all of those kind of fears, the fear of fear. The fear of fear is a big one, and boy, I, I, you know what it felt like when I said that? It felt like watching a squid or an octopus release the ink into the water. When I said the fear of fear, I felt like this gigantic <laughs> release, like so much ink into that light. But the light, just like the ocean, would absorb the ink very quickly and the ink disappears faster than you can bat an eye, the, it's, it's like that with the light. The light is so powerful and energetic field that that light, that ink, literally was neutralized and absorbed into each individual's own light so fast and furious, it wasn't funny. So, okay. Um, we, so we're, we're working on the known fears. We're working on all of those fears Okay, here's one. The fear, and this one may or may not be conscious, the fear that we're going to discover we're as flawed and terrible and at fault as we believe at some inner level that we are. Now, a lot of avoidance patterns are, are work around that so that we don't, because it's too scary to look at ourselves because we believe we're flawed, we're at fault, we're incompetent, we're losers, we're this, that, or the other. So we avoid looking. We numb ourselves, perhaps, or we are workaholics, or we just watch way too much TV, or we're always working to escape, feeling the pain, knowing that, you know, or believing that we've really screwed up. Now, I want everyone to understand really clearly that we aren't flawed, we aren't at fault, we aren't any of those things. That, that, those beliefs are the blinders we've taken on over eons of lifetimes. Each and every soul is as pure and perfect as each and every other soul. But throughout our sojourn, we have taken on the belief system that we are worthless, we have no value, we're no good, we don't deserve, we are powerless, we're helpless, we're victims, we're unlovable, we're, we're unredeemable, whatever it is, we've taken on all of these belief systems. We've heard it from outside of ourselves and we've taken it on and then continued the criticism, the judgments. So what, what we're doing here is we want to release the fear of facing our belief systems around this flaw situation. Fear of facing our beliefs and those beliefs are believing that in some way we are quote-unquote bad people. In fact, we are all so pure and perfect. In fact, that is where, with neutralizing, we're going to get to. We're going to move into the connection with our own inner sense of our purity, our goodness, our perfection. We're going to feel the joy, the harmony, the balance, 
that's where we're all going. But we need to get rid of and neutralize the fears. Fears are crippling. Fears are beacons. They draw in situations and conditions that validate the belief that, that whatever we're afraid of is, is true. We really need to be afraid of it because we've drawn it in and it's hurt us in some way. If we have fear of abandonment, we're going to draw in situations, conditions, people that are going to abandon us. And then it only validates that belief and that fear. So we want to release all of that. We want to release all of the... Okay, and I'm seeing a really good job. I'm really seeing a good job. I feel like there's a tremendous amount of people that are part of this process that really understand at some inner level that it's the blinders and the viewpoints that we're looking through. It's as if we, we are wearing a heavy carpet and it has no hold, a very fine thread, and there's no light getting through. And we're looking at the, through that carpet and we can't see who we truly are. It's so, um, it hides from ourselves and from others all of our beauty. Others see us as flawed as we believe we're flawed, is that we believe that we're flawed. And so we're hearing from others about our flaws too, because they can't see the, through the carpet either. So what we're doing here, and I feel like there's a lot of people, is I want everybody to release the, the, the fears that we're flawed, the fears that we're at fault, all the misunderstandings behind those fears, all the misinterpretations, all the misconceptions, because that's what it's built on, all the judgments behind the fear, all those limiting, the, the limitations that are created from those fears too, the, the ripple effects, because whatever fear we have, it cripples us, it holds us stuck, it closes off doors and windows and avenues and unfoldments and possibilities and opportunities. It holds us unfulfilled in sometimes only a little bit, sometimes medium, and sometimes huge. We can't always tell. We won't always know. Well, should we release that fear? Is that holding you back a little or a lot? I say release all of them. We want to release all of the fears, all of the ripple effects from the fears. And what I'm feeling a lot, too, with the ripple effects, is that it's affecting the releases of the future now. Because we're releasing from the past and present now a lot of the fears and the ripple effects and the future nows are now clearing. It's almost as if uh, it did the, the octopus or the squid squirt of ink from the future nows. It was very interesting. I am telling you, um, you know, I'm doing the best I can here, guys, but it's new for me, and, but it feels incredibly powerful. And I hope each and every one of you that are listening to it understands that even though I'm not putting the proper, necessarily the most expanded words around it, not, not giving you, you know, more than generalities here, that it is actually very powerful work. Now what I'm feeling is a lot of pain. I'm feeling a lot of pain. It's almost that, and it's coming a lot is behind the fear. Pain, too, is behind fear. We're afraid of the pain. So let's release the pain. And it is huge, Ola. 
it is humongous and I want everyone to release the pain because that's basically what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to avoid the pain of abandonment or the pain of suffering or the pain of exile or the pain of death or the pain of punishment, the pain, the pain, the pain. So let's let the pain go. The pain, the hurt, the sorrow, the grief, the loss patterns because loss creates a lot of grief, a lot of pain. I want any pain that you can think of, physical pain, a lot of the fear has to do with our physicality, fear of falling, for example, fear of illness, fear of water. Maybe we drowned in a life, and now we have fear of water because we're afraid of the horror and the pain and the discomfort of the drowning process because nobody saved us. So we have a lot of fear, around, a lot of pain around those fears, a lot of real experiences. So we want to release physical fear, emotional, physical pain, emotional pain, psychological pain. Maybe we've tortured ourselves by the if-onlys and the what-ifs and the shoulda, woulda, coulda. We want to release all of that. If only I had done this. If only I had said that. If only I hadn't walked through that door and instead stayed home an hour longer, my family wouldn't have been killed off by an intruder. We have all of these shoulda, woulda, coulda, what if, or if only, and I want everyone to release that because that is part of the fear the fear, am I going to zig when I should have zagged? The fear of taking the wrong step, moving down the wrong path, not following the, or making the right decision. Those fears are real. Those fears are based on real experiences, whether in this life or other lives. And some of us have more than others, but we all have it in some way. And I want you to release all of that too. The fears of taking the wrong step, the fears of making the wrong decision, the woulda, shoulda, coulda, and the berating and the attacking of the self, the, the condemning of the self, because there is a lot of that that we all do. I should have done that. I'm, I'm a worthless person. I should have known. How about that one? Oh, I got another big squirt on that one. I should have known. I should have known. Let's release all of that. Now... I haven't yet brought in the divine energies to empower. Please understand that this, this light here carries all the divine energies, but I want to activate some. And the, the, one of the big ones I want to activate first is divine insight and divine understanding because so much of fear is based on limited understanding and it comes from past lives in, in, in arenas and societies and cultures that did not have the germ theory of disease, for example, did not have the concepts, the expanded concepts that we take for granted today, the psychological understanding, et cetera, et cetera. So we want to bring in clarity of vision and expanded perception. We want to activate that. And it's as I'm saying these, it's rippling through and it's moving into the symbolic areas that each and every soul and all the parts of the soul, the past now and the future now, are also taking in and absorbing this, this 
this energy. It's as if the entirety of the soul process for each individual within this incredibly powerful, huge energetic field is taking in this. I also want to call in divine forgiveness. Divine forgiveness is also now permeating the field, and I just want to experience it because this is so such a an expanded um, visual, symbolic visual for me that I really want to see and understand and feel the reach of activating these incredible energies. And that divine forgiveness is bringing in, and we're going to empower that, it's bringing in divine and activating divine serenity. Divine serenity, because that's the space where we're going to move to when the fear is um, greatly reduced and hopefully eventually gone from our lives. We want to be in that place of divine, divine serenity. I also want to activate and permeate the divine balance and harmony. And that, too, is moving in through and around the totality of this energetic field. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. Now, there are releases still ongoing here. And the higher selves are still monitoring it. They're still uh, helping with it. And um, I, w- I just want you all to understand that the, even though I'm now bringing in the divine energies, that the processing of the release and the neutralizing is still ongoing. Okay. I now want to call in what I call, and I've mentioned it before, divine power. Now, I want you to understand being a divine energy, it is not any, in any way, shape, or form the concept of power that is very prevalent out there as it being corrupting or manipulati- manipulating or controlling or in some way negative. This divine power is absolutely... It's beautiful. It's connecting us to the pure soul essence of who we are at every level. And it is helping us move into the knowingness of our own powerfulness. And it's helping to offset the powerlessness, that fear that is part of all the fear that we have released. So we want to bring in that divine power to activate our connection with the, the, the all that pure soul essence power that we carry. This is power that only activate that's only working in the highest ideal. It can never hurt. It can never harm. It can never manipulate. It can never trespass. It can never control. It is only working in the highest ideal for each and every soul. And each and every soul in the human kingdom is its own directing identity and gives permission for everything. So the divine power, divine pure soul essence has to be invited in. And it, again, is working at the highest level. And you don't have to know the highest level in your mind because we are limited at the mind level. We don't know consciously everything. But we are not victims of this incredible energy. We are not victims of any divine energy. If we manifest a divine energy in our life in any way, it's because it is in our highest ideal and in accord with our own divine plan. 
Okay. And now I want to call in divine love. And I'm saying these slowly because I'm watching it, feeling it, sensing it. It is allowing each and every one of us to move into that place of proper self-love, proper self-acceptance, proper self-forgiveness, proper self-connection that we all deserve and that we want to grow. We want to empower this self-love, this self-connection, this self-acceptance, this this divine love within our life pattern. And because we want this to be moving us more through our the manifestations that we bring in in the life, in the outer reality, we want that these to be much more a part of what we manifest. And I want to... Uh, I got another one, and I just can't remember what it was. Higher self, what was it? Well, we can actually call in divine acceptance, and that will help us to... um, Oh, it was divine courage. Okay, so let's activate and bring in divine courage. Again, it's not the kind of courage that is simply going to overpower or swish or push under or repress the fear. This is true connection with all the divine courage that we already are. This is the true connection to that inner power that we have and allows us to utilize it because the divine courage is in essence going to be helping to neutralize the various fears. Again, only the fears that we are ready to let go of. Now, the next energy that I want to bring in is divine gratitude. And the reason why I want to bring in divine gratitude is that fear in many, many of our lifetimes, and most likely in this lifetime too, in odd ways perhaps, But fear has been a protector for us. When we're in these very, you know, very different societies and cultures that that don't carry the expanded understanding that we have in this this time, um, or, you know, whatever, we fear has been a way to protect ourselves. It's it's kept us you know, dimming our light, so to speak, or not stepping forward or not daring to do something. And in essence, we have saved our own lives with that fear. We are not in a situation where most of us anyway, and sure there are places on the globe here that are not the same, but those people would most likely not be listening to this show. But for the most part, those listeners and those who are involved would not be afraid of losing their lives because they didn't believe the local religion. Now, the, or for example, so, um, you know, we don't have the Inquisition, so to speak, still in place on the planet. We do have some other spiritual uh, authorities that do want to restrict and on the planet. So, 
you know, we want to, and many of those souls are most likely part of this group because a lot of the restrictions come from the, the fear that those souls carry, the fears, the, the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations, all of that. Those souls are as pure and perfect as each and every other soul. So we want to bring in divine gratitude for all of those fears that we have released today and all that we haven't released, because in some ways those fears have enabled us to stay safe, enabled us to stay alive, have propelled us in one direction or another that in those situations were the zigging or the zagging that we needed to do in order to feed our families or whatever. Um, we, so I want this divine gratitude. And with that energy, I did see even more relief. Keep in mind that all of these fears, all of these belief systems, we've created for ourselves. They're part of us. They're energetic. They are soulless, mindless, and willless. But they're very powerful. They're very powerful, and even, even if we don't know they exist. So we want to understand they're part of our beingness. We're used to having them. They're, in some ways, our comfort zone. They're our security points. So we're really used to having them. So let's call in that divine gratitude. And with that, I'm seeing a lot more of the ink go out, guys because it's a way of saying, you know, thank you for what you've done for me by releasing it into the light, by releasing more and more of the fears into the light. You're basically empowering your light, and now the fears of those energies are working together with you. It's not, there's no, the conflicts are gone, the internal conflicts that we all have. So that's why... It's empowering just to release them into the light and have them become neutral and part of your own light. It's empowering in more than one way. You're taking away the energetic conflicts and you're also adding to your own light. So we feel gratitude. We ask and appreciate and thank those parts of ourselves that are now continuing to help us in a different way, but continuing to help us nevertheless. So, we're drawing to a close. The higher selves are indicating that we've done some really good work, and they are explaining that just like the healing circle, which I have introduced on some shows, there could be many listeners that are unaware of it. It is a it is a an energetic field that is available twenty four seven to any and everyone, and you can put any situation, condition, uh, any person, anything, yourself into, and you, the higher self, will monitor the healing, and as the souls within the healing circle, as the situations or conditions are able to, they will continually work on bringing healing at whatever level in through and around those souls. Now, this is a very similar field, but it's different in nature. This is the fear anonymous field. This is an energetic field that is going to be a energetic space that has now been created literally by, 
I don't even know, uh, cadillions of souls that have taken part today that are now within this space. And you can continue, we can each and every one of us, because once this session ends, we will be moving out of the eternal now moment. We will be moving out of, for the most part, although some souls will will be able to maintain it, we'll be moving out of the energetic uh, amalgamation. We'll be moving out of the fear anonymous energetic field. But it's not, the field is not going to disappear. It is there and present for each and every one of us to utilize. We have anxiety coming up in our lives no matter what. We're about to move into a situation or meet with somebody that makes us nervous. For whatever reason, place yourself in this energetic field. Just say, I am attending (laughs) a fear anonymous meeting or I am moving into the fear anonymous energetic field. Your words don't even matter and you don't even have to use words. If you literally can imagine yourself walking into it, you can give yourself a symbol. You can do whatever works for you and each individual will be slightly different and will have your own way. Move into that and just begin to know, to understand to active or actively release whatever fears are coming up for you. And in this way, and of course, the higher self are amalgamated with the totality of the process. So they, without you even consciously saying, I'm amalgamated with my higher self, you are going to be working in that at the divine level. You will have simply by using that focus of attention to bring yourself back into a fear anonymous, in quotes, meeting, you will be getting some very active, very powerful help to uh, from your own higher self, your own inner divinity to move along, release, neutralize the fears that you might be feeling in that particular moment. You can put anyone else you know in it. You might have a friend who's afraid of flying and she's about to get on a flight and she's... Um, You know, she's about to take drugs because she's just unbelievably petrified of flying. You can place her there. If you can do it in consciousness and give her this simple tool, she could have already been there as part of the unknown people. Um, You can certainly do that too. Share it with people. It's a very simple, powerful space, and all of us can take uh, advantage of it. I think if you utilize it for just a few times, you are really going to be able to uh, handle it. Now, uh, I do feel that we've um, the past, present, and future selves of our beingness are now, um, you know, returning their... I don't know how to explain it because it's just such an odd sense that I'm getting but it's almost as if you have a telescope, those ones that you you open up, like the old-fashioned kind where you you, un, you can slide it open and then it, you can see further and further, and then you can close it up and it makes it smaller. Not a telescope, but a, I don't know what you call it, you know, the pirates and stuff you used back in the day. I feel it's almost like that. It's these, these, these are past and future now are now telescoping back in and we are now standing um, sort of 
more of the conglomerate soul rather than the each individual aspects of our soul, so to speak. So we're back to, to that. We're still held within the eternal now. We're still fully amalgamated. And I'm now going to, well, first of all, I'm going to thank everyone that took part. I'm going to thank everyone for being a part because that was incredible. And I'm going to probably have to process it over a few days to get a better understanding of exactly what was unfolding. On the radio, you can't really say, give me 30 seconds or a minute here while I focus in and see what I can get. Um, you know, because you can't have dead air. So I have to keep moving and keep talking in order to um, keep unfolding it. And I need to process myself, actually, with, um, you know, when I have some time to really allow it to come in, keeping silent, standing in the center of thought, standing in the eye of that hurricane symbolically and allowing the information to come in at a, at a deeper, more enhanced and expanded level. When I get more information, I will share it with everyone um, in a future show. So I will let you know. But meanwhile, I'm going to get back to Robin. She very nicely called in earlier on the show and allowed me to do this. I'm, I'm activating your... Can you hear me? I can. I can. Hi, okay, Janet. you're, you're going to have to turn something down because you're having reverberation. Okay, is that better? Yes. Is that yes. better? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, wow, that was... <laughs> that was really amazing. That healing so, that you just what did. did you, Tell me, Robin, I'm so curious because it was it was something, you know, I, I'm, I'm totally, I resonated with every single second of it, but it was something that I hadn't exactly experienced. How did you experience it? Well, I, I resonated with every single second of it also. And every, you know, your descriptions, even sometimes when you were trying to find the words or something, I mean, I got exactly what you were trying to, uh, even just the last part of sort of telescoping back into our bodies and present moment here from being in the expanded now, past, Uh-oh. present, okay, future cool. moment. <laughs> but yes, it, and I, I, I just, I really felt uh, enveloped in this field of energy very strongly and each um you know i i just i was really with you every every i felt resonated also with every second of it and whether we were going through the releasing part and the fears and you hit on so many different fears that you know i have felt and you know even the stuff i wanted to kind of work on today i mean you hit on on just about every aspect of it um, in a general sense, and and then the divine energy coming in, also I could feel and um, and the you know the I mean the ones like especially uh, one of the ones that was very uh, strong for me was when you talked about pain, the pain in the body and I, I, I could because I've just had a lot of physical pain lately and um, and then um, 
and and then when you brought in the divine energy of of love and a few others, I, I could just feel it. It was almost like a a, a a stream of light going down my the channel where the chakras are and kind of lighting it up with love and then expanding in a very right throughout the physical that one was very physical in throughout the physical body and expanding out through almost like the the concrete you were talking about the blinders and mine was just like these heavy not just blinders but almost like a concrete wall and just kind of permeating the energy the love out through the wall kind of breaking it up and disintegrating it and feeling it get lighter and lighter and lighter and then, and then absorbing into neutralizing. And there was also another sensation I got that I'd never had before where I could kind of feel like the pure soul essence light feel, field neutralizing. It was almost like I could feel it sort of like when when suds are... Are, you have a bunch of suds and then the, they're interacting with the air and they pop down and they go into nothingness. And I could almost feel the energies, the negative energies and being um, dissipated and neutralized by that field. It was very palpable. It was, it was just very powerful. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. And I, I really, it was exactly what I wanted and needed for today. I, well, I had a massage. I had a. I did a body session with a girlfriend of mine who's in town, who's a wonderful masseuse and energy healer, and and she did a great session on me yesterday. And uh, I know we moved a lot of energy. And I was after she left in the afternoon. I was my body. My whole body just ached, and I was in pain. And my fields my whole energy fields there was so much flooding it and i tried you know kind of just releasing but it was overwhelmingly difficult and painful and um although i slept really good and then i woke up today and so i felt much better and i thought oh this will be great because i can call into janet's show and get a healing and this healing that you just did was just like the the icing on the cake because I just know that it really helped to release and move a lot of the energy that got activated yesterday through my um, massage and energy healing session. Well, I want to just say um, thank you so much for all the feedback. And the reason why is because all of the listeners can understand that each individual is going to experience it in their own unique ways. You gave some very specific examples, and some listeners will go, oh, my God, I felt that too. Or others will say, oh, that's interesting. I felt this over here. But maybe in three weeks or a month, they're going to feel what you, extru- what you explained. And so it, it helps listeners connect with the possibilities or what they might be feeling or uh, how they might experience it. And so I really thank you for that, going in such detail and, you know, and... and Well, and I really really think, I've got to thank you, too, for just doing this because, you know, I've been working with this work some, but I must say, when when you lead the healings, it's so much more powerful than when I do it on my own. 
it is just, I mean, it's just like night and day. So, I mean, it, it helps when I do it on my own, but when you lead the healings, it just makes a huge difference. Well, part of what you're feeling is the energy of, the, of a group. Uh-huh. So, yes. you know, some of it is um, a gr- the group feel, and some of it is when we work on ourselves, we kind of feel, um, oh, maybe I'm doing it. There's doubt. Am I really getting this? There's, there's, there's all sorts of things when, when it involves ourselves that, that mm-hmm. we can almost block the sensations. And I know in the early days when I was working on this, I literally had to take it for, I had with a giant leap of faith because I was seeing results, but I could barely feel anything. Then eventually I started to feel, even in the groups, I couldn't feel anything. And then eventually I started feeling in the group way before I felt it on my own, and it's because it was the group energy. The energies were even more intense. So, plus, you know, I've done it a long time, so maybe there's, there's, you know, just you getting used to listening to my voice, and you're in a situation where you're taking the time and you're putting everything aside. Sometimes when we work on ourselves, there are distractions everywhere, you know, the phone rings. Exactly, exactly. And like you said, taking the time, you know, putting the time aside and really getting into it more, spending more time, that makes a big difference too. Yeah. And And I appreciate it, and that's why I recommend the buddy system. That's why I have my own, you know, meetings, you know, sometimes weekly, sometimes every third week. It just depends because... You put the time aside, and then you're you're spending some very powerful moments to do the work, and um, it, it just plus you get the the ideas and insights from other people. So I might say something about fears because I've learned about it from myself or from others that you might never have thought of. But when I say it, whammo, there's a big relief. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. So it, well, that was awesome. that was that was just really fabulous. Thank you. And I, I probably, uh, you know, all, all my uh, issue that I was thinking of working on, I think we should do it for another time because I, I just want to uh, marinate in the energies that we work with today, and uh, it would just be too overpowering to try to <laughs> do another healing. Well, right I was now. actually, I was actually going to suggest the same thing because um, I did get a sense of the the session you as you were talking about the session you had with the massage lady and and did indeed she, she you know she did help you move through some energies and then you had the second one today um, right. and I don't I didn't want you to because sometimes there can there can be not a backlash but it, you know because all of that energy sometimes have to process through the body or can it can lead us to be lightheaded or you know whatever and I feel like you do need a time to acclimate and to process um, Uh uh-huh exactly yeah yeah me too well that was great thank you so much oh you're so welcome and I I just have to (laughs) I'm lightheaded myself that I felt that was (laughs) You know, like my head, the top of my head is just out there somewhere trying to get the expansion of understanding and feeling and expressing all that went on. And I, I, 
I don't even know that I would be as effective as I could be in another time. Maybe I would. But I, well, you I do were, you were great. And I did also have the sense at the beginning of all the souls coming in. It was very a strong sense of of a lot of, of, of beams of light just like pouring in and being together. And, and it was, that was, I, I sense that also. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because, <laughs> again, you know, it's just so nice when somebody picks up these things. I mean, I say everything I get. I've, I've gotten to the point where, you know, whether or not anyone agrees, I, I just blurb it out, you know. But it is very mm-hmm. nice for for other listeners, too, not to think, well, they're crazy. Are they crazy because they see it, too? <laughs> So we have another <laughs> listener that, that says, oh, I've seen the same thing. Then it, gives, it, it kind of is like a validation for all of us. Right. <laughs> Validate each other. So I, I appreciate that you mentioned that too, Robin. Again, thank you for yes. the, being the honorary co-host. And, and it, oh. <laughs> it does not mean you have to come on each and every time. So there's no pressure ever. Um, right. Thank you. But thank you. you. Well, yeah, I'm just, this was just really great. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I can't wait for your second book to come out. I just, I'm really looking forward to it. And sometimes I have questions about, you know, the nature of the universe and stuff. And I just know that a lot of that information is going to come through in your book. So, so I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to answer a lot of questions, um, known and unknown, questions you didn't even realize you had. And um, I'm excited too. But it's been a slow unfold because there's one, been this one part, part two, that I've rewritten like six or eight times. It's still not right. The information is right, but it's not unfolding. It's not flowing in the way that I want. And I keep rewriting it, and I am improving it each time, but it's still, there's been this sort of, eh, you know. And just mm-hmm. a couple, three weeks ago, I suddenly, I got it. I know what to do to make it right. So I'm going away next Friday, a week from this Friday, to just literally take the time to simply redo that part and and get it right. I will be doing the show from that place. I'm praying that the Wi-Fi does work. They do have Wi-Fi there. Um, If not, I'm not sure what I'm going to (laughs) do. I might. I, I do know what I'm going to do. I'll have to pre-tape another show. Is what I'll do. I'll, I'll have to pre-tape a show. Well, it, you, can, you can bring. You can bring a. You can bring a hotspot. So it's you know like uh, if if their Wi-Fi doesn't work, you can bring a hotspot that you get like at Verizon, and it taps into. You put a code in. It taps into their Wi-Fi. As long as they have some towers in the area, then you're not just dependent on. Um, on the whatever place you're in their Wi-Fi, but it can tap into a find out what the biggest Wi-Fi system in that area is, and then get a hotspot from them. It's a little device, okay. and it become it's like a it's like a uh, what do you call it? it's like a router, uh, a Wi-Fi router, just a little miniature mobile Wi-Fi router. And, well, um, our- Amount of information, and I appreciate that, and I will do it. It is, um, it is it north uh, shore of Lake Tahoe, and it's up yeah. and down. 
so that might be just perfect. I do believe they have Wi-Fi. They told me they did, and um, but until I actually get there, I won't know for sure that it's working and et cetera, et cetera. But that is a perfect idea. So yeah. And that is not next week's show. It'll be the following show. But I'm pretty sure everything will be fine, especially now that I know about the hotspot router. (laughs) Yes, yes, those are great. I'm I'm using them more and more, and they're also very good. Like if you go to Starbucks or a public place and you don't want to, you don't want to connect to a public Wi-Fi. You can also. That's another um, place where having your own um, hotspot is is handy because it's more. It's just a, a secure, private, hot, you know, wine. I just love this. This sounds so great. I think it's I have one for a long time. I never understood what it is. I finally have come to understand what, what it is. And it's, it's a, <laughs> it's a handy, handy thing to know about. <laughs> uh, well, thank oh, you again so much, Robin. And um, I appreciate all your feedback. I appreciate your being there. I appreciate you being who you are. And I think, too, I'm going to go ahead and put you on, uh, take your mic off and look forward to future times and shows and meetups and everything else with you. And once I get that book finished, uh, while I'm away for that week, I will then be seriously. I, I just didn't push to get something done with it, and I know now why, because I knew I could Yeah, no, I, I'm sure that's the best way to go is to, when it when it feels right, it's right. And in the meantime, you know, because there's so much truth in your first book, it's the kind of book one can go back to over and over and over again and pick it up at any time and, and you read it and you just get the information on deeper and deeper levels. So that's a that's a great resource too. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, well, um, thank you, I, Janet. I appreciate you so much too. So we'll, we'll talk again. To, yeah, okay, cool. I look forward to it. So I'm going to go ahead and put okay. you on mute until um, okay. the next time. Okay. Okay, so I want to thank all the listeners from the present and the future now, all the archive listeners. Encourage everyone to email me, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. If you have an issue or problem and you can't call live, you can give me the issue as I said, on email, and then I will very happily address it in one of my shows. And it can be totally anonymous. We can change names. We can do whatever. Um, But most likely, whatever issue you have is going to help the other listeners as well. I also want to remind everyone that I do have a website, JanetRichmond.com. It has tons of free information, free uh, things that are written, my blogs, and I have a chapter of my First book, I have plenty of audio files, podcasts that are free, all the two and a half plus years of radio shows. I want to thank, I had a listener who went back to listen to some of the shows in 2011, and there were some that were difficult to download because they were a problem. I had upgraded my website, and I think not everything 100% came through, but I want to thank that listener for letting me know. And we have, I think, fixed all of that. So I think all of the shows from 2011 are now uh, available and downloadable. There's a, a tele, teleclasses, three of them, an hour each, where I explain the basics of the thought forms, the habit imprints, and the emotional blueprints, and the 
neutralizing of the three. Um, those, that's very old. I believe that's from 2010. I don't even remember how they are. They might seem a little bit rough, but the information is definitely good. And they're all free. Everything is free. And because they're audio listeners, people will not learn from audio. My, of course, my book is available on my website or Amazon. It's available as an ebook, uh, everywhere, Kindle, iBook. I mean, it's just available. And the first book, again, is Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. It carries way more than that, but that's what I highlight because there is so much out there about positive thinking and the law of attraction, and the book actually explains what the higher self calls the magnetic law of attraction, explains exactly how thoughts work, both the positive and the negative, and it is very insightful for those of you who think that maybe there might be some issue with the negative part of what the way we think um, and it explains everything there and how to deal with it and it is really the neutralizing and I, I lead with the neutralizing because for the most part it's it's a missing piece out there so but the empowerment everything is in the book and there's the, the exercises in the book and the amalgamation everything that I do on the radio is in the book. There are things in the book I don't do on the radio. And there are things in the radio that aren't in that book that will be coming into the next book. And so it goes. There's going to be continual expansion. And I just love the opportunity to talk to each and every one of you. I want to wish you all a wonderful week, a lot of joy, a lot of happiness, a lot of fulfillment, a lot of freedom from fear. (laughs) And don't forget the energetic field where you can project anytime you want that fear anonymous space that you will get help with your fear 24 7 anytime any fear any reason known or unknown it's your secure anonymous spot to go whenever you need it and with that i'm going to say goodbye to everyone and again have a wonderful week With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.